Now, the WSAU Wisconsin Morning News with Meg Ellison, News with Chris Conley, and the News 9 Forecast with Justin Lowe from AM 550, FM 99.9 and 95.1, WSAU. And a good Tuesday morning. Look how February, the shortest month, is just speeding by. I'm Chris Conley, your guest host today. I think it is fair to say that Meg Ellison is day to day. Who knows what tomorrow holds? Isn't that true? Who among us knows what tomorrow holds? We know that I'm here today and that we will have a best of the Meg Ellison show from 8 to 11 this morning on WSAU. In this 7 o'clock hour, I have two segments planned on Wisconsin's legislative maps, the new voting boundaries that uh, were signed yesterday by Governor Evers, which brings this long-running story that seems like it's been with us for more than a year. It has been more than a year. It brings this to an end. Now, I have two different thoughts about it. Um, One I will share with you in our Conley commentary, what, that's uh, about 45 minutes from now, and the other in this segment. And first, I will tell you this. I think that yesterday was actually a good day. Um, Look, the maps that Governor Evers drew, uh, they stink. Um, Do they put Republicans at a disadvantage? Absolutely. So why do I say it's a good day? It's a good day because if you believe in law and order, that if you believe the government should run the way, say, our laws say it should run, well, yesterday, that's what happened. What does our government say? What does our state constitution, what does the law say about how voting districts are to be drawn in Wisconsin? It says the state legislature draws them, puts a bill in front of the governor, and if the governor agrees, the governor signs them. That's what the law says about how Wisconsin's boundaries are drawn. Now, by the way, other states do it differently. There are other states that have a political commission, like a group of retired judges who draw the boundaries. And in some states, what the retired judges or what the commission comes up with has to be okayed by the legislature or has to be okayed by the governor or has to be okayed by both. Um, Different states have different procedures. Wisconsin is, I believe, one of 17 states where the legislature draws the maps. Now, note, our Constitution does not say that the courts get to draw the maps. And that was the path we were very far down until the legislature said, okay, Governor Evers has proposed some maps. He's he's drawn them all by himself. Um, We will vote on and approve those maps. By the way, that's exactly what's supposed to happen. The legislature is supposed to take maps where they come from or who draws them is kind of irrelevant. In the past, the legislature's tried to draw their own and the governor could say, no, no, I'll I'll veto them. I don't like those maps. Um, But the legislature took maps, in this case, drawn by Governor Tony Evers, and the state assembly said, yes, we approve these maps. The state senate said, yes, we approve these maps. And they sent Governor Evers' own maps to him. Now, if the governor vetoed them, I think that would have been very bad. First of all, it's political hypocrisy. These are the maps that the governor himself drew. He didn't get any legislative input. In fact, the legislature tried to tweak some of Tony Eber's maps. You remember the line from Assembly Speaker Robin Voss, we're giving the governor 99% of what he wants. And the governor says, no, no, the only maps I will sign are my maps. And they gave him his maps and Governor Ebers signed them. If the governor were to veto them, well, then we are into extra constitutional. We are outside the bounds of our Constitution because the newly liberal majority in the state Supreme Court says, fine, 
The state assembly and the governor can't agree. We'll draw the maps ourselves. The only problem with that is that's not what the state constitution says. The court says we'll step in as a practical matter because, well, we we need new maps. We need to know what the voting boundaries are in time for the, what, um, some elections are coming up in the spring, in April, and we have general elections for federal seats coming up in November. And the court says, hey, we we, we need maps. We we need to know what district ends where and, and which politician is running for which district. The only problem is the Constitution doesn't say, well, the courts get to intervene if the governor and the legislature can't agree. The courts, I would think, would be more within the framework of the state constitution if they ordered the governor and the legislature will go back at it. Um, maybe you guys need to all get into a, a room. I mean, courts lots of times order people on different sides of cases. You guys need to settle this. There are lots of times the judge will say that. Neither of you are going to be happy if I have to rule on this. You guys work out some kind of settlement amongst yourselves over who gets the inheritance, who gets the family jewelry, um, over who is responsible for that horrible fire and what the damages should be. There are lots of times that a judge will say, you guys need to settle this on your own. Don't come into court here looking for me to make a decision for you. Settle it. So I think the state Supreme Court would have been within the bounds of the Constitution if they told the governor and the leaders of the state legislature, um, all right, go into some big room, you know, one of those rooms with the uh, the big conference table in it, um, order Chinese food or pizza, and stay in there until you come to an agreement that normal give and take on what the maps are going to look like. And then when you come to an agreement, put them through a vote in the state Senate and state assembly, and, Governor, you decide if you're going to sign them. That would be in keeping with what the state constitution says. And in the end, that's what we got. I thought Governor Evers drew lousy maps. Um, I think the idea that there are lots of Republican incumbents that now have to run against each other, um, that's lousy. Th- those are the maps that a Democrat would draw. Why? Because, indeed, a Democrat did draw them. Um, but I do say that it's a good day because it preserves what the state constitution says is supposed to happen. And I'm in favor of that. Um, w- when in doubt, follow the darn law. And that's what they did that the legislature passed these maps and the governor signed them. And that's what is supposed to happen. That's what happened yesterday. Um, What's the fallout going to be? Well, I would tell you this, and I will expand more on this in my Conley commentary before the hour is out. Um, What is the biggest advantage in politics? What's the biggest advantage that if you are seeking office, whatever it is, mayor, a city council, a school board seat, uh, uh, right up to, to senator or to president of the United States, what is the biggest advantage in politics? Well, statistically, the answer is being the incumbent, being someone who already holds the office. There was one year, I think it was 93% of all incumbents who ran again for another term won. That already having the office, already being, say, on the school board and getting reelected to the school board, huge advantage. That's how most of these races play out. Already being the mayor and then being reelected mayor, that is the most likely outcome. Doesn't happen every time, but that's the most likely outcome. Being a member of Congress, being a member of the U.S. Senate, running for office again and having the power of incumbency. Hey, guys, I've already done it. I'm doing it right now is a tremendous political advantage. And... Even under the new maps, there are more Republican incumbents than there are Democrats, and that's going to be a tremendous advantage. 
Now, look, where a Republican has to run against a Republican, yeah, there'll be one fewer Republican after Election Day. That's the way it works when the districts are combined like that. And the Democrats are thinking, well, we're creating this new district over here that doesn't have an incumbent uh, because we're making two Republicans run against each other in a neighboring district. And Democrats think, well, we'll have good candidates in those districts and we'll run and win. Um, maybe, maybe not. Because there may be a Republican who's an incumbent, say, for a mayor's seat or for a state assembly seat who decides to run in a new state Senate district. The power of incumbency is strong and there are simply more Demo- uh, more Republican incumbents than there are Democrat Republican uh, Democrat incumbents. So Governor Evers may have reconfigured these maps and may find out that Republicans still have the majority. I think I agree with what Robin Voss says. Robin Voss says Republicans can run and win on these maps. Why? He says because we tend to have better candidates. And by the way, I'm not thinking that he's saying, well, our candidate is simply stronger than the other. He may say that as a partisan Republican, but I think he's saying that we've got more incumbents. I, I, I think that he would agree with me on that point. And he also says we as a party, that is Robin Voss, a Republican, speaking on behalf of other Republicans, says we have better ideas for the state. That if you want to talk about economic development and giving people uh, more of their tax dollars back from that huge surplus and not squandering it on diversity, equity, and inclusion programs and things that are near and dear to Governor Evers' heart or giving tax refunds to people who don't pay taxes, something that Governor Evers is all hot and heavy for. Robin Voss says, we've got better ideas than that, and I think we're going to do just fine. I think he's probably right.